with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When the Pharisees heard that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered together, and one of them, a scholar of the law, tested him by asking, Teacher, which commandment in the law is the greatest? He said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the greatest and the first commandment. The second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. The whole law and the prophets depend on these two commandments. The Gospel of the Lord. So Jesus gives the greatest commandments, which are kind of rules or laws. And we have a lot of rules and laws in the Catholic Church. And we should try to kind of understand these rules and laws, because those words can sometimes put a bad taste in our mouth. Um, they might feel a little oppressive, or just, just the sound of those words, when we talk about them in the context of the church. Um, they might sound like things that are being kind of thrown down that we, oh man, we have to follow these, these laws and these things. This is just kind of such a downer to have to do this. But really we should see these, these principles, these rules, these laws as similar to other laws that govern the universe. Um, we think about Newton's famous laws about motion. We think about various types of physical laws like the universal law of gravitation, um, other things that help us understand what the material universe does and is. And we also think about different kinds of laws or principles or rules, right? Um, say, how to raise our kids. There's kind of certain intuitive principles that help us to raise our kids. Right? And we don't want to, for instance, give our kids everything that they ask for. We know that would be a disaster for them. Right? They would, they would eat candy all the time. They would grow up and they themselves, because the rules didn't help govern them, they themselves would become little tyrants when they got older. Screaming and, and feeling as though the world revolved around them. And so we tame them at a young age, with a proper balance of kind of masculine and feminine love. We challenge them, and we love them, etc. And so we have these different kinds of laws. Well, we should expect, of course, just kind of reasonably speaking, that we're going to have also laws, because we live in reality, that are kind of spiritual laws. Um, laws that govern the soul. Laws and principles that help us to flourish as human beings, or not flourish, or kind of wither. And we should also notice that P 
people are constantly giving us answers to what are the rules and the principles and the laws that govern human flourishment. What it means to be a happy, healthy human. Now here Jesus is asked, right? He's asked by this scholar of the law. But constantly we're hearing, and maybe for those of our younger people in here who are maybe a little bit more hooked up to some of our, our um, social technologies, social networks, etc., um, you're constantly getting these ideas thrown at you. I want to just give one of those ideas that's just kind of common. And we should see these things as rules that people are kind of trying to teach us. These are kind of, uh, these are kind of religious, spiritual laws that people are telling us um, we ought to follow if we want to flourish as human beings. And so just one of these kind of concepts um, that people talk about these days is self-love. Raise your hands if you've heard this expression of self-love. Okay. I'm going to read just a little excerpt from a Time Magazine article on self-love. Extolled by politicians and pop stars alike, it seems like everyone is talking about self-love these days. In a Vogue makeup tutorial, uh, a politician, it says, explains that loving yourself is one foundation of everything. It's the one foundation of everything. Okay, so just kind of, we have our gospel in the background, right? What's the greatest, what's, what's the thing that is underneath all other things? Here we have modern person say, this politician, who I won't name, explains that loving yourself is the one foundation of everything. A very, very popular clinical psychologist behind the popular Instagram account, the holistic psychologist, tells her 6.4 million followers, self-love is our natural state. And in her most recent chart-topping hit, Flowers, which I have not listened to, Molly Cyrus sings proudly, I can love me, I can love me better than you can. Self-love has become the core tenet of modern wellness culture. Modern wellness culture. With the promise that what follows self-love is good health and freedom. So just listen to these words that are being used here. They're very religious words. Good health and freedom. In her book, The Self-Love Experiment, and names this particular author. She quotes, whether you want to achieve weight loss, land your dream job, find your soulmate, or get out of debt, it all comes back to self-love and accepting yourself first. So I didn't bring up this Time article. They, uh, the, the article actually kind of goes on to slightly critique this concept of self-love or nuance it or whatever you want to say. Um, I didn't bring that up to, um, to kind of rip on those people in the article or anybody who's you know, interested in the self-love concept. Um, I 
you know, I actually think it comes from a pretty good place. Um, I think we as human beings desire, we deeply, deeply desire, let's say, wellness. Um, we desire a, the good flourishment of the soul. And that's a vacuum right now in current society. We're not really a Christian culture anymore. And so we kind of are, we just kind of have like the last fumes of Christianity that still are among us. And so in this vacuum, um, we kind of come up with these religious principles like self-love. Now, for those of us in this church, um, we know that God became one of us and taught us. Like, we are so fortunate that he explained the realities of what the soul is, the human person is, and how we flourish, and what will make us flounder and diminish and die inside. And this is the answer that Jesus gives that's at the bottom of everything. He says, everything else hangs on this. This is what everything hangs on. Love the Lord your God with your entire heart, your entire mind, and your entire soul. This is the greatest in the first commandment. And then, love your neighbor as yourself. Everything hangs on these two commandments, he says. And so, just to give a little practical on what Jesus is saying here, Um, the early church fathers immediately upon interpreting this passage said this very beautiful, this really beautiful, practical way that we do this is actually by loving Jesus because Jesus himself is both our brother and God. So you kind of get a two for one if you're spending time with Jesus. You're loving your brother and you're loving God. Being in the presence of Jesus in anything that we do, whether that's prayer, praying daily for 20 minutes, whether that's reading the Scripture, whether that's coming to Mass like we are now, praying the Rosary, these things heal us. They heal our humanity. Um, maybe a lot of us in here have uh, experienced that in our own personal lives. Or maybe we just kind of have intuited over time when we grew up with some of these practices, and we just know that, like, yeah, I, I do my rosary every day. And that, that it's very helpful for me. I kind of came to this realization, I would say, in, in college, when I was kind of having a, a deep kind of adult, I was taking on the faith as an adult, um, for the first time. I was in a really miserable place in college, I remember. Probably the most miserable I've ever felt interiorly. I didn't realize at the time, but that was just the way, it was because of the way that I was living, it had implications for the soul. Um, as we move away from God, the source of all life, our Creator who created us, who knows us inside and out, we're naturally going to deteriorate interiorly. We're going to get more depressed. We're going to get more anxious. We're going to be more sad. 
etc. We're going to get more miserable, despairing. We're going to see less light and hope. And so when I was in that state, you know, fortunately, in God's providence, I, I listened to these priests on the radio, just happened upon them, and they talked about the power of prayer. And they were talking about the rosary, and I just kind of just started to try those things. And then all of a sudden, it was like, wow, I feel really good. And then all of a sudden, I kept doing them over and over again and started to make them a part of my daily life. I started to really love the Mass. And all my relationships just slowly just got better. And this isn't really that complicated. The more time that we spend with Jesus, it's not wasted time. Jesus is going to change you. He's going to change us. And this is kind of like a principle that we probably follow with our kids when we're parenting. That's why we're so particular about the, the, the kids that our kids hang out with. You know, that's one of the most important things, I think, as a parent, is just helping guide your kids to the, the people that they're with most of the time. We know this as parents because our kids are probably going to more or less turn into the kids that they're hanging out with. And so similarly, if we're spending time with Jesus, we're going to become like Jesus. And, and that's what Jesus is speaking about here. The more we lean into the Lord in any aspect, whether that's in our, our free time, if that's a YouTube video that I'm listening to, with my mind, I'm orienting it towards God, that's going to help me. God's going to bless us. You can't waste time when you give it towards God. Everything gets better. God just sends us grace when we put ourselves in His presence. Lord, we ask You to help us to never be weary of investing in, in You. Please free us. Bring us the freedom that we desire. Give us the wellness that is a deep hunger in our heart that can only be, that can only be given through Your presence, the presence of Your Son, Jesus. Please transform us from the inside out. And as we're transformed by Jesus, Please help us to become naturally more charitable towards others and naturally more selfless. And please bless our families, Lord. Help us to put you at the centers of at the center of our family, families. Help us to stay close to the fire. Keep our souls warm. And bless our parish and the larger Tri-County area as well. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. And let's take a few moments in silence to just listen to and speak with the Lord in our hearts.